0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Friday, July 23rd, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the future class of video games blessing, Eddie Oye Jr.
1: What's up, Greg? I feel like it's been a while since we've done one on one hosting.
0: I feel like it's, I mean, it's been a while since I feel like we've been on a show in general together. You know what yeah. I mean? You've left me with Janet for the two PSI Love Yous in a row. You say I mean, you're getting your teeth worked on, but then you come back with these
1: dynamite haircuts. I don't know what's happening. It's what happens when you get bit in both eyes by a snake. You know, you miss Mondays. <laughs> Yeah. only mondays for some reason you miss out on them but you come back with better vision and a better haircut and so i tell
0: you not to go handle these snakes on saturdays and sundays but you refuse to listen to me and you go and do it and then that's what they're happened asking, on Monday. For, it. Yeah, they're asking exactly. for it they are somebody's got to tame these snakes and it's got to be blessing at eoea jr it's got to be blessing at eoea jr blessing how are you
1: i'm doing pretty good i'm doing pretty yeah. good it's been nice so yeah like you mentioned i i, I was doing teeth stuff uh, which is always a fun thing. <laughs> New and teeth stuff. The blessing New at AOEA junior story. I've mm-hmm. had maybe the worst run of luck when it comes to uh, dentists and oral surgeons sure. where now I have, at, I've had multiple different dentists slash oral surgeons telling me that my teeth are just unnaturally strong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when they try what extract. you want to hear right is that what like, you want to hear yeah. like
1: it sounds it sounds like a compliment but it's not it's not a great thing to hear when you're getting your wisdom tooth extracted and the oral surgeon looks at you and they're like what the fuck is up with your, with your teeth why are they so strong and i'm like i don't fucking know i drank a lot of milk when i was in high school i don't know if that was it but i mean it is what it is and so you're like, you
0: tell me why they're so strong all right you f- yeah. you figure it out here that's what i'm paying you to do
1: Yeah, I'm paying you to help me out. And so that was a fun thing. And then this last weekend, went back to Seattle to hang out with family, uh, which is also a really fun thing because it's been my first time out of town since actually moving to SF. Because if you remember, there was this whole thing that went down uh, where there was a virus that ravaged the land. And so I wasn't able to travel for, I guess, a year and a half at this point. So I I thought that only lasted like two weeks, though. Didn't we only have to get
0: locked up for two weeks? Oh,
1: no. No. No, no, Yeah, the CDC uh, kept trying to tell us that. They lowballed that (laughs) one. (laughs) Yeah, lowballed that (laughs) one. Fun fact: It's still it's still not gone away. It's still huh. it's still here. So protect Fascinated. yourself, everybody.
0: Yeah, okay. exactly. You get vaccinated, everybody. Don't be uh, buying into these theories that say you shouldn't get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. Save yourself. Save others. Get out there and get vaccinated. All right. How have you
1: been, Greg? Good.
0: Vaccinated. I uh, know everything's been well <laughs> over here. We, you know, what I mean, it's been a, it's been a. a, a, a a fun week, I guess, you know what I mean? We had Poe in from Chicago visiting last week, uh, into the weekend. He got to hang out. We played a bunch of video games. And then, uh, Wednesday I took quote unquote the day off, but what it was, was, uh, the maternity shoot. So we had a photographer come up from LA, one of our friends, Pam, and she shot, uh, Jen and I. And so the morning was like this jam packed, get everything ready for my wife. I'm steaming clothes for her. I'm vacuuming the house. I'm cleaning stuff up or whatever, making meals. And then we went off and shot photos out and, uh, and then took her to the air. Didn't get home to like, 10 50 at night i was exhausted and i have not recovered awesome. i overslept by an hour today which was great but then also was like oh shit games daily i gotta pull this thing together
1: oh damn how's ps love you been
0: you know what honestly better than it was with you
1: damn it you know, damn I'm it! that's that my biggest fear i knew i shouldn't have left for two weeks one week it's like okay cool it's a fluke two weeks in a row of having great episodes it's like damn yeah. now i'm the problem
0: no, 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 no. Well, first off, you and I have found our groove. Uh, I, I think, you know, oh, yeah. you and I have, uh, on PSI Love You XOXO XO, have done some amazing stuff lately. But yeah, I was so excited to get Janet in because I'm always excited to, you know, learn a new person, right? Learn a new co-host, see what they like and what they're like. And so, yeah, Janet and I have had two banger episodes of PSI Love oh, yeah. You XOXO XO, with differing opinions and everything else. And now, as you know, we have to gear up for this is uncharted overrated conversation that is hurtling at us. And I think I'm the I only person wait. on the other side saying it's not overrated, but I'm not sure. I can't
1: wait. But you're you're also the person that gave it the IGN reviews. And so, like, you're, the, you're the, the one who's overrated. You're the one who's overrating it, I can't wait.
0: That's neither here nor there, all right? Well, you can save it for that show because we're not talking about that today. Instead, today, we're talking about the fallout from yesterday's Activision lawsuit reports. We're talking about GTA Online killing it. And then we're talking about some Borderlands 3 developers leaving Gearbox. We're talking about all that and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show at patreon.com slash kind of funny games over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can write in to be part of the show you can get your name read on the show you can get the show ad free you can get the show with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday of course on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can get all those benefits for the kind of funny games cast, the kind of funny X cast, the list goes on. Of course you get exclusive programming like the kind of funny next gen podcast or our AMA episodes. Uh, it's all for you. And you can even get all the kind of funny Patreon stuff for the kind of funny prime channel, but I digress. Just go to patreoncom slash kind of funny games. If you can, but if you can't, we totally understand. You can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, just like, uh, Muko Shona, Unsung Spartan, and NSA Surveillance Truck 17R. You have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you. Uh, Today's the day, ladies and gentlemen. Tim and I finally... Are doing the we're we Tim and I are being adults finishing what we started. We've got the beers on ice. We are going back to Emily as a way three to finish the insanity of what Emily is away three is. If you've never seen it, this is uh, Tim and I's continuing drunk series where we play the Emily's away games and then try to get I- into high school romances and not have them end terribly. Uh, we are going back today. We have somehow stretched a four hour game into what will be like 19 hours of content drunken. Uh, you can watch this live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right after kind of funny games daily. If you miss it, usually all our archives go up on youtube.com slash kind of funny plays, but we, I think we take the Emily is away when we put them on youtube.com slash kind of funny games as well. I'm actually kinda unsure, but I know on kind of funny games right now you can go and watch Emily's Way part one. Kind of funny dot com slash you're wrong tell me how we actually publish this content. Because once I'm drunk I black out and forget about it. Uh, happy twentieth birthday to Max
1: Payne. That's right. Oh, wow. It's the 20th anniversary of Max Payne, ladies and gentlemen. Do we usually just do happy anniversaries for random games? Why, we that, usually, why does Max Payne get the, the fanfare? I would say
0: we usually don't do them, but I love Max Payne. And so when okay. I saw that today, I put that in there because that really makes me feel old. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like when it's like Halo or whatever, they do it like, oh, man, Halo's anniversary. So I figured... Max Payne, yeah, great game, Bolt Time, what up? You know,
1: like Microsoft and Xbox and Bungie have Halo covered, whereas nobody's out here wishing Max Payne a happy anniversary, so hey, Max, you know, because it's
0: yes. in a weird spot, right? Because it's like Remedy's got their own stuff to deal with now, mm-hmm. Rockstar, and like Rockstar
1: owns the IP, yeah, that's not where it started though, it's a whole yeah. thing, and they're not gonna thing. wish it, they're too busy with GTA Online because that exactly. now has its bigger, its biggest player base than ever you know david that's the news later on
0: thank you to our patreon producer blackjack today we're brought to you by purple mattress canva and freshly but i'll tell you about that later for now let's begin the show with what is and forever will be a roper report time for some news we got three items on the roper report Number one will be the long one, and we will go through several bullet points about it, but we will start with the fallout from the Activision lawsuit. I'm sure you all saw this yesterday. Of course, Tim and Tam did a great job breaking it all down for you, but Activision being sued by the state of California for a frat boy culture and just some fucking heinous, toxic, terrible shit. That is in that fucking thing. Also, Kevin, everybody's freaking out that your mic was muted so they you just heard silence there while we just sat in silence <laughs> while nothing happened. Uh, but horrible, horrible stuff uh, in this Activision lo- Blizzard lawsuit yesterday. Uh, the whole reports have been up, like I said, but like I just said, California, uh, frat boy culture, just fucking terrible, horrible fucking shit over there that you should all know about already. But we'll join the story in progress then. Uh, basically, we have the statements from different people at Activision. Uh, people have worked with them before. And then the fall that is going through the games right now. So, We'll start with Activision Fallout 1A. This is Activision Blizzard's uh, the president of Activision uh, Blizzard, J. Allen Brack's uh, statement. Jason at Bloomberg has this from an internal email leaked. Uh, he tweeted, Blizzard president J. Allen Brack sent out an email to staff last night addressing the allegations from this week's explosive lawsuit, calling them extremely troubling and saying that he'd be, quote, meeting with many of you to answer questions and discuss how we can move forward. I'll now read this uh, email from uh, J. Allen. Uh, via, uh, Jason's tweet. Hello, blizzard. Hello, blizzard. He didn't screw up their company name. I did. Hello, blizzard. I personally have a lot of emotions coming out of yesterday. And I know you do too. The allegations and the hurt of current and former employees are extremely troubling. I know many of you would like to receive more clarity while I can't comment on the specifics of the case. As it's an open investigation, what I can say is that the behavior detailed in the allegations is completely unacceptable it go- it goes and then he does a dash without saying dash and he's going to do that several times so it goes oh it goes with saying my parts it goes with saying it is completely unacceptable for anyone in the company to face discrimination or harassment it goes with saying that everyone should feel safe working here whether we're on campus at blizzcon or working from home It goes with saying, it takes courage to come forward, and all claims brought to the company are investigated by internal and, parentheses, when needed, external investigators. We take these claims very seriously. Claims can be made without fear of retaliation, and many times I attend to them personally, along with our leaders. Stepping back, when I talked with Bobby about taking this job, one of the first things I mentioned was a revered revered saint of the Brock household, Gloria Steinem. Growing up, the value of women as equals, understanding the work uh, that had to be done for equal treatment, and the fact that there was still much to do were common themes. This is just one of the reasons why why the fight for equality is incredibly important to me. People with different backgrounds, views, and experiences are essential for Blizzard, our teams, and our player community. I disdain quote-unquote bro culture and have spent my career fighting against it. Iterating on our culture with the same intensity that we bring to our games is imperative, with our values acting as our North Star. This is some of the most important work we do, both as professionals and human beings. A company is more than a legal construct that exists as a piece of paper in a filing cabinet in Delaware. The people that work at the company make it what it is, though, oh, sorry, through their actions and creations. Each of us plays a role in maintaining a place of safety for one another. And it is also up to each of us to continue to craft the Blizzard we want and commit to doing our part in keeping Blizzard great, but always aspiring for more. The leadership team and I will be meeting with many of you to answer questions and discuss how we move forward. In the meantime, I want I want you to know that you can talk to any manager, any HR partner, any member of the legal team, or to anyone of the executive team, including, hey, Including, comma, hey, Jay. Uh, If you feel more comfortable talking to someone outside of Blizzard or prefer to be anonymous, you can contact the way to play integrity line. And then he puts a phone number there. I feel angry, sad, and a host of other emotions. But I also feel grateful to work alongside a set of leaders and thousands of employees who join me in their commitment to continuous improvement. Thank you, Blizzard. J-A-B. So, the company line you'd expect, correct, Blessing?
1: Yeah, this feels like a very standard corporate response for everything going on. And it's one of those things where I read all this and I go, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Like it's, it, it rings hollow until it is followed by actual tangible action. And until we start seeing the actual results of the culture actually shifting at Activision. Again, all this rings hollow, and it's very like I, I know we talked about it to to, uh, to length yesterday with Tim and Tam, yeah. uh, but it's one of those things that's just very upsetting to see, uh, especially coming off of reports of what we've seen at other big AAA uh, uh, publishers. Like we're coming off of huge reports from from Ubisoft last year, going into this year about very similar stuff, and s- similar but different. When you talk, when you when you look at the actual details of uh the kind of harassment that was going on at ubisoft and then the kind of harassment that's going on at activision it all speaks to a culture of uh not taking into account people who aren't uh male right like not taking taking into account the diversity of people that work in video games and want to work in video games and want to feel comfortable working in video games uh and so to see this be a thing that exists through multiple, and at this point, many big AAA publishers and developers, the biggest AAA publishers and developers, and knowing that, you know, it's not even it's not even exclusive there, knowing that that probably exists too through AAA developers through any developers through uh, just the video game development community community period. Yeah, really upsetting, uh, really sucks. And you know, this response is whatever until I see actual action taken.
0: 100% right. And I think that's exactly what everybody has to hold them to as a standard, you know, I, I go to, you know, Riot, who obviously had uh, their own, uh, you know, sexual harassment, toxic workplace. Uh, uh, not, I've, I, It was a lawsuit, right, that did go there, but it was more reports that came out that changed the face of that company and how they do that and established a bunch of different boards and... Uh, signage and uh uh, what i'm looking for Uh, milestones that i actually keep up with and give updates on and you know from the numerous numerous amounts of people we know that work at riot both on the record and off they do seem to say that it is a better place now because of that and because of those those moves that were made and the changes that were changed there and so yeah you can say all of this right and it's all fine cool my door is always open but then you go back to the reports right that are you know being broken by blizzard or by bloomberg over here and it's like well would you trust this company to go report these things to them? Is that how you would go? You know what I mean? Like he talks about the bravery of coming out with these claims. Right. And it's like, that's a hundred percent correct. As people put their careers on their line, the line, right. Trying to talk about how toxic and terrible this place is. Yeah. I have, more, oh, I have another statement if you want it. Before go we it, go there. For
1: it. I, I knew I knew there's a lot to get into. So There's a lot to, to get
0: into it. today. And it's one of those. I don't know if we want to do a piece by piece or get everything out there and come back to it. But that, like I said, was uh, Activision Blizzard president Jay Allen Brock. Uh, now we have executive vice president of corporate affairs, Fran Townsend. Uh, Fran put on email, not Fran Mirabella, Fran Townsend uh, put it out, on out email as well. Uh, Megan Farakmanish uh, from Axios got it. And t- uh, this is the tweet she put up. An email sent to Activision staff from Fran Townsend du- doubles down on claims that the recent lawsuit is quote distorted and untrue with quote out of context stories uh megan doesn't post the entire email it is out there but the two things she clips out here that i wanted to read read like this this is again uh fran uh from activision executive vice president of corporate affairs over there she says as the executive sponsor of the abk employee employee women's network and our chief compliance officer i wanted to reach out to you I know this has been difficult for many of us. A recently filed lawsuit presented a distorted and untrue picture of our company, including factually incorrect, old, and out-of-context stories, some from more than a decade ago. The Activision companies of today, the Activision companies that I know, are great companies with good values. When I joined the executive leadership team, I was certain that I was joining a company where where I would be valued, treated with respect, and provided opportunities equal to those afforded to the men of the company. For me, this has been true during this time, my time. As a leader, I am committed to making sure that the experience I have is the same as the rest of the organization. We have a leadership team that is committed to these principles in every way. We work at a company that truly values equality and fairness. Rest assured that leadership is committed to continuing to maintain a safe, fair, and inclusive workplace. We cannot let egregious actions of others and a truly merit and irresponsible lawsuit damage our culture of respect and equal opportunity for all employees. We aspire in our company to do great things, in our games, in our impact on society, and in our work environment. We continue to hold firm to our principles and invest as we have in the past the resources to ensure quality opportunities for all employees. We remain committed as a leadership team to doing what is right. Now again, not the entire email blessed, but enough of it there to be like, okay, a different
1: tone. A bit more mm-hmm. aggressive from Fran than it was from Jay, right? Yeah, this is this is a really upsetting statement that the first time I read it, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on over here? And I think, I mean, honestly, I think uh, Fran sums it up by uh, by saying the Activision companies of today, the Activision companies that I know are great companies with good values. And I think he sums it up with the companies that you she- know, like, or sorry, she knows, like, Act, act, the Activision company that you know as the executive vice president for corporate affairs is going to be different <laughs> different than the Activision, Activision company that the actual workers there and devs there and people uh, uh, who are not the executive vice president there are going to know. Like You do not know what people are on the ground floor of the company are going through and actually experiencing. And again, like... it. it, it I like I don't even I don't even know how to re- react to this kind of statement. Like it feels like a it feels like a, hey, we're getting a lawsuit, so we have to cover our ass. We have to say something so that we're not giving way to this lawsuit to actually have merit. Uh but for them to actually put this statement out, I forget sorry, was this something that they released publicly or is was, was this an email? No,
0: these are internal emails that okay. Megan from Axios and then before Jason from Bloomberg got their hands on.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Regardless, very upsetting and it's a it's a sucky statement to hear.
0: Well, it's also the the push and pull right the whiplash of it where you have jay allen coming in right and being very much like hey this sucks i'm upset too you're upset you can talk to us and then you have Fran coming in and being like hey this is a meritless lawsuit this is distorted this isn't the activision i know and you nail it that all right cool it's not the activision you know it's not what the people on the ground floor know it's not what your developers know it's not what people on these trips where you know her boss brings butt plugs and all this shit know. like that's fucking outrageous and heinous. And are you fucking kidding me that you're going to try to discredit those? And then to sit there and be like, hey, man, these and some of these out of context stories, some of these from a decade ago, it's like, well, fine. I mean, uh, if you want it to be from more than a decade ago, I understand you can't make this statement while there's pending legal action, but maybe own that. Maybe talk about yeah. the fact that hey yeah you know what I did come on because I knew that the Activision fucking sucked beforehand. I know that a decade ago there were a bunch of clowns in here being a bunch of assholes and horrible people, and we want to change that. I saw what J. Allen Brock you know envisioned. I, I've talked to Bob and I, I'm totally I don't know any of this. I talked to Bobby Kodak and he wants this mandate of what it is, which I can I sincerely doubt. Like. Maybe that's what you do. That's the messaging. That's the that's the, that's the message you give your people. That's yeah. how you inspire them. Of like, listen, it's a dark time right now, but we're trying to get out of it. We're we're marching towards the light. Not like this is all fucking lies and old shit get the fuck out of here
1: it's a large sweeping under the rug that i i look at that email and i go back to uh j allen Brack's email and it totally makes me think okay cool so this is all bullshit also Mm -hmm. like if this is how you guys are thinking about it internally and this is how you guys are thinking about it uh when your emails are behind the scenes and aren't actually being put out to the world then why should i look at jab's email and go okay cool this is worth merit okay cool they're actually thinking about us or they actually care about what we're going through when like when, when behind closed doors, you have all this bullshit to say about how, yeah, no, this is all, bu- this is this, none of this is real. Like, you know, these are unfounded. All these things. When again, you have plenty and plenty and plenty of employees that you can speak to that could probably speak to the fact that no, this is the case. Like this, these are things that we actually go through and have to deal with uh, in the environment here. Like it again. It all it all really sucks.
0: Yeah. And again, yeah, you know, these are both eternal emails sent to the Activision staff company wide, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. what a weird double speak. Getting these different, you know, what are are you doing? Uh, Still more to this, though, obviously. So that's what's happening internally at Activision with Megan and Jason's reporting and uh, emails, right? Uh, From a more top-level thing, uh, we're going to go over to Eurogamer, where Ishrak uh, Subhan writes, uh, Games and social media updates are on hold for Activision as well. It looks like a new Overwatch map was going to be revealed yesterday uh, before the announcement was pulled. In an article that's now been taken offline, Dextero reported that a new deathmatch map called uh, Malvento, uh, based in Italy, was to be added to the public test region. According to the article, the map, quote, features a mix of tight corridors and more open outdoor areas, leading to a blend of close quarters combat while still leaving the door open for the likes of Widowmaker to excel from afar, end quote. The map was set to be released on August 17th, though it's unclear whether Blizzard will now stick to that date. Since the filing of the lawsuit alleging sexual harassment and a frat boy culture at Activision Blizzard by the state of California, it appears the publisher has paused all product announcements as well as social media posts. So again, that was supposed to go over to the public test thing. That didn't happen, and it seems like all quiet on the Western front now as you batten down the hatches through this PR. uh, I want to say nightmare but you usually Mm -hmm. say a pr nightmare when there's a faux pas not that your whole company's toxic from the inside out and this is going on and all these people have the not that the state of california is suing you i uh, I mean again it's not rotten throughout there's a lot of great people at activision that are working in shitty things or have had shitty bosses or whatever i ever bought but like it's not a pr it's no man what a pr disaster that state of california has enough information to sue us that we're a toxic horrible sexist place
1: yeah and i think the the silver lining uh uh, in this story specifically is that it is enough of a thing being reported on that it is causing them to stop and go, oh, shit, all right, we can't we can't even promote shit because we can't power through this. Yeah. Yeah. Like this isn't something we can power through because it's all eyes on us now. Like I go through I when I originally read the story, I read it on Bloomberg. But if, as I search up, if I if I search up Activision, right, and go over to the news tab on google you know it it goes beyond just the kotakus and pc gamers right it is bbc reporting on it it is forbes reporting on it it is the new york times reporting on it like this is way bigger than the the games industry and the the uh video game video games news in general right like this has reached the point to where now like activision really really is in a place where it's it's kind of make a rick in terms of how you react to this and how you handle this and how, how now you promote your games in the midst of this Exactly.
0: Uh, In that same uh, line of thought, we're going to go over to GameSpot, where Cameron Koch reports WoW players call for removal of NPCs named after ex-director identified in the new lawsuit. World of Warcraft players are now calling for two NPCs named after former WoW creative director Alex... Uh, uh to be removed from the game following, expli- following explicit mention of Afrobigi's uh, alleged pattern of harassment against female employees in a recent lawsuit filed by California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing against Activision Blizzard. Uh, Afro, am I saying, am I am I, am I, am I, in the ballpark on this one? Afro, AfroCB, am I saying that? How would you say uh, this The uh, siabi Afra ah, thank you very much. Yeah. Who unceremoniously left Blizzard in the summer of 2020 is the only person named directly in the state of California's lawsuit in reference to sexual uh, harassment allegations. The lawsuit claims he would frequently hit on a female employee the lawsuit claims he would frequently hit on female employees by attempting to kiss them and put his arms around them. One portion of the lawsuit that is particularly telling is the claim that his suit was his suite, sorry, was nicknamed the Co- the Crosby suite. Uh, in an apparent uh, misspelled reference to alleged rapist Bill Cosby, who in 2018 was sentenced to 10 years in jail for sexual uh, assault charges. Charges would have recently been overturned by the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court. The lawsuit states that That's he terrible. Jesus, are you fucking kidding me? Are you Dude. fucking kidding me? If you want to stop the story right here. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is? Oh, God. Let alone the fact that I guess I'm rusty. On, and this is not me throwing shade at GameSpot or Cameron at all. I'm rusty mm-hmm. on, you know, uh, being a real journalist and writing anything. Like, the fact that we do, we now have to refer to Bill Cosby as an alleged rapist because the thing was overturned. Like, read the deposition. He fucking raped people, all right? Like, done. Bill Cosby's a slime ball. Get the fuck out of here that is not me going at a or the reporter though obviously. yeah like
1: of course like for game spots a thing where uh, as a journalistic outlet if it's if it's alleged you have to put alleged because you can be the uh come at for libel uh and etc so that makes sense but even still wild that it's back at the place for now it's and then you,
0: yeah throw that part out of it and just be the crosby suite an apparent misspelled reference you can't even spell it right or you're trying to get around it you're co- what the fuck is going on yeah. back to the article uh the lawsuit states that I already forgot how, we're trying, how how to say this name, sorry. Afrasiabi?
1: Uh, Afra Afrasiabi Or wow, Afrasiabi.
0: Oh, I see how you do. Okay, hold on. Yeah. So i would be like that if I was smuffing it. Okay. Afrasiabi. Thank you very much. Uh, alleged uh, lawsuit states Afrasiabi's alleged pattern of harassment was known to Blizzard executives. I will repeat that the lawsuit states that Afra Siabi's alleged pattern of harassment was known to Blizzard executives, but that no corrective measures were taken due to his seniority with Blizzard President Jay Allen Brack allegedly only giving him a metaphorical slap on the wrist in response to his behavior. Get the fuck out of here, Jay Allen Brack. You're going to come at this fucking statement you had earlier. Afrasabi uh, joined Blizzard in 2004 as a quest designer on Vanilla WoW. He would later go on to serve as creative director for the game's Warlords of Dranior and Legion expansions. Now players on the game's forums and Reddit are calling for the two human uh, NPCs named after Afrasiabi to be removed from the game. The two NPCs in question are Field Marf- Marshal Afrasiabi, uh, found in Alliance Capital City of Stormwind, and Lord Afrasia. Oh, oh Lord Afra- 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 Sastras. Uh, found in uh, Wimrest Temple in North End. As of writing, both NPCs are still present in-game, with, field, with, with the Field Marshal uh, able to be found in both Wild Classic and the game's most recent expansion, Shadowlands. The Field Marshal appears to be phasing in and out of existence in Shadowlands' version of the game, though the reason for this is currently unclear. Players are currently using an in-game toy to post warning signs around the Stormwind NPC, uh, with some Horde players even taking matters into their own hands, invading the Alliance City to dispose of the Field Marshal personally. Other players are calling for even more drastic measures, Requesting that quests created by Afrasiabi uh, be reworked or removed entirely. Numerous in game items are named in reference to Afrasiabi as well, and his influence on the game as a whole is a big one. As a quest designer in the game's early days, he designed some of WoW's most iconic quest lines and areas, including the quest chain for the legendary weapon Thunder Fury and Death Knight starting zone in Wrath of the Lich King.
1: And this goes back to why i read that jay allen brack email and i'm like it all rings so hollow when you look at the details of the story and they they knew exactly exactly what afro was up to and it was a slap on the wrist right like no actual consequence no actual like hey let's let this guy go or let's suspend him or let's actual let's have an actual reaction to let's make the hard
0: is, the heart the hard decision of taking yeah. out a leader it'll set back the project it'll throw off the game it'll mess up timetables yeah yeah that and also maybe we're friends with this person maybe we're not let's see you know what i mean like
1: yeah and Talk like off. when you when you have like going back to the the beginning of it which is one of the most egregious parts of it right where they call a suite the crosby suite like when you have when you have that and it's a thing that's talked about enough to where that people are giving it nicknames and people are thinking about it in that sort of way like it removing a leader is hard sure but when you leave when you leave a leader in that is uh uh that is basically poison <laughs> to the people working there right like what happens when you leave poison and it has even worse effects right and that's uh, in this case, it is something that is affecting a wide amount of people. The people that you're trying to uh, serve, who are your workers in the, in the, in this situation, the people who you're you're trying to uplift and give an environment where they can work on your game and and produce the best game possible. When these people are suffering under le- leadership that is this terrible and that and uh, that is very blatantly and obviously doing shit that uh, is making the workforce feel uncomfortable then you got to do something about that like that is really upsetting that he was just left there and had had just a slap on the wrist bless you greg sneezing right now for audio listeners oh it's really bad man oh man this is like nine sneezes in a row oh 10 oh oh my god (laughs) (laughs) they just keep getting bigger that's how i sneeze brother you know how it is
0: i was like like, damn i hope he sees that i'm sneezing because it's i knew you were ending
1: your sentence and i was like (laughs) oh god
0: here we go (laughs) no it's just how i sneeze i
1: wish you left the mic on i would have loved to hear that You've never, heard, oh, we've never worked in the same office together. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, like, I've heard you sneeze on podcasts for sure, but I, I sure. like hearing it because it's 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 over the top. It adds character to the podcast.
0: Sure, thank you the very much. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, yeah. my mom sneezes. My I sneeze like my mom, but my mom sneezes even more intense and longer than I do. So really, yeah, yeah. Is it allergies?
1: Like, what is it? <sighs>
0: I don't know. Genetics. I mean, I don't know what's what's like that's just how I sneeze. Whether okay. I'm sick, whether it's allergies, whether I inhaled some pepper or whatever. Like that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. That's how it's gonna be for me. Yeah. Um, so while we were talking about this, I, you know, somebody I wanted to call out. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh JW Gamer for Life said, Am I the only one who thinks this is low on the pole of things that need to be done? No, this is very low, low, but I think that's what, what we're talking about, right? Is that we're talking from the giant top is inverted pyramid, right? We're talking from the giant top of this story. That the state of California is suing Activision Blizzard for being a bad workplace, a toxic workplace, a sexual uh, harassment workplace, right? And then we're coming all the way down to what that means on an actual action level. And that's the other thing to do with when you get any of this information is wrestle with it is like, what do you do with it? Okay, cool. This company sucks. And again, I say that and I'm painting with the broad brush of leadership at this company sucks. People in places of power at this company suck. Not the hundreds of people who made your favorite game or whatever are working on wow vanilla, or, you know, blah blah. blah what do you do with that information right and so i'm st- personally the way i wanted to format this entire thing and this will obviously be an ongoing conversation on games daily and lots of our products i'm sure it's that you start with the top of how big the story is and what's going on right we start to st- start from the president of the company talking about this stuff and then we drill down to this small story that is the named instance in the lawsuit that is also calling out the fact that the president allegedly knew this and only gave him a metaphorical slap on the wrist if you don't remember now that we're down here in the the very specific part of the inverted pyramid the tight part you go back to the top we started with the president being like oh, i'm angry too guys i am you know what i'm right there with you i don't i what was it i think he even had it in here like i despise bro oh, yeah i disdain bro culture and i have spent my career fighting it you have you have you because again when we get into the specifics of this lawsuit right we get all the way down here bam we found that it seems that no you you didn't you know what i mean no you didn't crosby sweet no you
1: didn't give a fuck about this yeah it sucks man it sucks i know there's more there's more to touch on which uh i think bungie has a really good response here regarding it That's where we're going to go next. Yeah, Bungie put up several tweets uh, as
0: a a response to this, not specifically naming Activision, but talking about it, right, and talking about studio culture. Of course, uh, Bungie worked closely with Activision on uh, Destiny for quite some time before they got Destiny all to themselves and are now independent with it. But here come the tweets. Uh, uh, Sugar Stan joins late and says, are they saying Crosby? (laughs) Yes. It is Crosby. We're saying Crosby. I will reread it for everybody who's missing it. One portion of the lawsuit that is particularly telling is uh, the claim that uh, his suite was nicknamed the Crosby Suite, an apparent misspelled reference to the alleged rapist, Bill Cosby. So they are putting an R into B- Cosby to make it Crosby, an apparent misspelled reference to the alleged rapist. Back to Bungie's thing. We're not, not back to it. We're starting into Bungie's thing. Bungie is built on empowering our people, no matter who they are, where they are from, or how they identify. We have a responsibility to acknowledge, reflect, and do what we can to push back on a persistent culture of harassment, abuse, and inequality that exists in our industry. It's our responsibility to ensure this type of behavior is not tolerated at Bungie at any level, and that we never excuse it or sweep it under the rug. While the accounts in this week's news are difficult to read, we hope they will lead to justice, awareness, and accountability. We have a zero-tolerance policy at Bungie for environments that support this toxic culture, and we are committed to rooting them out to defend those who are at risk. Women, POC, people of color, and underrepresented communities have nothing to gain by reliving their trauma. We believe them when they come forward with reports of abuse or harassment. We don't pretend that Bungie is perfect, and no one has experienced harassment while working here. We will not tolerate it and will confront it head on. And we will continue to do the work every day to be better. Our goal is to continue, to, I'm sorry, our goal is to continue to improve the experience for everyone working at Bungie and do our part to make the gaming industry as a whole to be more welcoming and inclusive
1: cool like it's a it's a good statement you know it comes back for me it always comes back to the thing of you know i love seeing action i love seeing things followed up i love that they put put out this statement publicly publicly for people to read and see uh because i think it's always a good thing to reinforce that hey we don't stand for this bullshit we want women and people of color and underrepresented communities to uh not have to go uh, uh through this bullshit and not have to be sexually harassed not have to deal with uh leadership that is uh mismanaging their power all this stuff I think that's always a good thing to reiterate publicly and reiterate in ways that uh, uh, like confront your audience with uh, that messaging. Uh, but again, like, you know, from, from, from any developer or publisher who continues to put, to put the stuff out, I, 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 love seeing follow-up, you know, I, I, I go back to entirely different situation, but Insomniac, after we got Ratchet and Clank: apart, part, the amount of folks at the studio who are like, by the way, like we didn't crunch for this. Like we, yeah. we worked on this in a very healthy environment and actually, actually seeing the follow-up from employees being like, no, we love working here. Like, this is an awesome thing. And of course that's going to change from person to person, uh, it, experiences may differ depending on what developer you, you go to even if you even if you work at the same developer you might have a different experience than the person you work next to you still the fact that people are willing to come out and talk about uh healthy work situations is such a a good and amazing thing and i sure. hope i hope we see more of those stories sure uh, i mean i hope the, we see that from bungie too
0: you talk about it right and that's the thing of you need to normalize things being normal you talk about insomniac i can jump right to supergiant as well right Mm -hmm. hey hades game of the year for on many different uh, uh outlets and uh awards right and guess what we didn't crunch on that they were they came out and talked about that and i think it is the same thing you see in the microcosm of internet comments where again we can put up a show and we can have 100 comments in it and it'll be the two comments that are negative that are the ones that stick with you that you're eating dinner on later. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. I can't believe he said, yeah, da, 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 right? Like, it's this whole thing of the negativity is what catches your eye and draws attention. And so the normal thing and being positive, like how many times I've, you know, you're a kind of funny best friend. I assume you've heard my office reference from fucking forever ago, right? Of like, when I didn't like the second to last season, of the office, and I started to write a mean tweet about it, and I stopped and I deleted it, and Steimer was with me at the time, and she was like, why are you doing that? I'm like, this is the same thing people do to me. Like somebody tried mm-hmm. on this. Somebody worked on this. Why would I put out that? Why do Why put that out there? Right. You know, I don't think to put out positivity for everything I like that I enjoy or that I watch. Right. It's more, you watch something and you like it and you move on with your life. You watch something or play something. You don't like it. Then you're, you're, you want to go tell the world about it. You're like, Oh man, that sucked. I wasted my time. It's similar here. Right. Of cool. Like, oh my god look at this everybody look they crunched over here they've said they crunched it's a shitty work spot blah, blah. and that does need to be called out but in the same hand you need to have the other side of like no no but look insomniac in super and you know the list goes on of people who are doing things and not burning their employees out. Like how you got to raise yeah. those stories up and then learn from them, right? Like go, like this is always the best part about GDC is going to these panels and seeing developers share best practices with other developers. Um, this is how we did this. This is how we made Hades without burning a This is how we made Ratchet Clank without crunch. How do you go and do that? So you change the industry that way as well. Don't get me wrong, you need to call out the bullshit, but you also need to be offering alternatives for it.
1: Yeah, understanding that there's a beacon of hope goes a long way in terms of trying to eliminate the toxic environments. Like being able to look at other devs and, and go, well, they're doing it right. Like Insom- Insomniac is doing it right. X developer is doing it right, right? Like they're able to put out this game without crunch. They're able to, to curate an environment that doesn't have this bro culture in it. They're able to uh, 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 like have leadership that doesn't treat their employees like shit. Being able to have those examples comes back to us being okay. Cool. This doesn't have to be the case. Like ju- uh, just a few minutes ago in chat, I was reading. Right, you talk about people who come through and troll. Like those one, those one uh, person in chat that I was like, well, Pikmin Four isn't out yet, right? Like, is that because of crunch, or is that because they were not willing to crunch? And it's like, yeah, who gives a shit if they're not willing, if they're uh, 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 not not wanting to crunch? As long as those developers are are put, are making a game in the best environment and that leads to a good game, then that's what you want. I'm fine with not playing Pikmin Four right now. I can play Pikmin Four. When pick before it comes out uh just as long as those that game is good and it's developed in a situation that isn't leading to the developers you know like suffering like you're seeing the the stories coming out of activision uh i think that is the best case scenario and we're able to point to devs who aren't doing that um and still still being able to make games that are game of the year level when you look at something like hades i think that is the best case scenario and being able to have those is just going to be healthy for the industry to learn from them
0: speaking of learning from it and also i looked i don't know if you saw my double take we've been talking about this for 40 minutes holy shit (laughs) i did not realize that you actually you know what uh i will get to this we have a i'll read the question now and i want to answer it after we do an ad break all right uh is tari writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says with everything coming out from activision blizzard and what happened last year with ubisoft what do you think is games media's role in it it still irks me that everyone covers Ubisoft games as if nothing happened slash is happening there. I know that some good people might be affected if the media didn't cover their games or mention that the harassments are, or or mention the harassments every turn, but isn't that worth asking for fair working conditions for all? It's a fascinating question. It's one I want to talk to Blessing about. But first, if you want to write in with fascinating questions, remember you can go to patreon.com slash games where you can be a part of the show. But more important for right now, you could go there to get the show ad-free. But you didn't go there, Jack. So let me tell you about our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Purple. Doesn't it seem like the world's against you from getting a good night's sleep this time of year? Boy, I know. It's summertime. Gets hot. You're over there, you're flipping around in the bed, you can't get comfortable, it's a million degrees, you're flipping the pillows, you're still upset, you're sweating all the time, it's disgusting. But, when you have a purple mattress, ladies and gentlemen, you can sleep cool and comfortable no matter what life throws at you. That's because only purple mattresses have the grid. Its unique ventilated design allows for air to flow through to help you sleep cool, even when it feels like a thousand degrees out. Uh, We know all about purple because, of course, Joey Noel uses a purple mattress, she loves it, she says the the grid is great, better than foam, and of course, it has been keeping her cool for quite some time. Try your purple mattress. Risk-free with free shipping and free returns. Financing is available too. Purple is comfort reinvented. Right now, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com/games10 and use the promo code games10. That's purple.com/games10. Promo code games10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com/games10. Promo code games10. Terms apply. Up next is Canva. Did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that we use Canva here? Uh, it's a thing that helps you learn. It helps you figure out how what you're gonna do. Are you are you working in Photoshop? Are you working in video? Are you doing stuff like that? Canva's got you covered. That's why Tim's been using Canva Pro. Uh, Canva Pro is the easy to use design platform that has everything you need to design like a pro. It's a quick, easy, and affordable way to design whatever you need. No matter what you're creating and sharing, Canva Pro has everything you need in one place, including a collection of over 75 million premium photo, videos, audio and graphics. Tim's been using this, Roger's been using this, Nick has been using this. Uh, of course, anybody who's making anything at kind of funny that's not just screaming into a microphone like me, uh they need graphics, you need videos, you need to get in there, you need audio like they're talking about. Canva Pro has it all. It's perfect for small creators, big creators, any creator. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use our promo code. That's canva.me/kfgd c a n v a M-E slash KFGD Canva.me slash KFGD for more. And our final sponsor of the day, ladies and gentlemen, is... Freshly. Dinner time can be chaotic, but with Freshly, it's easy. Their chefs take care of you and your meals for a few nights a week and take the pressure off of you. Freshly offers chef-made nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door, no cooking required. Ordering is easy. You visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak peppercorn, sausage-baked penne, or their chicken pesto bowl. Freshly can fit your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick what you want when you need it. It'll do your dietary needs preferences taste and family size uh i still subscribe my father to freshly uh i go through i pick the little meals on freshly.com and then he gets them prepared and he can just take them to work or when he comes home from work and he's exhausted he can just pop them in and cook them right there or you know warm them up and be ready to eat no uh, nothing he doesn't need to worry about it that doesn't need to cook. Number one crane operator Greg Miller doesn't have time for that. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders. When you go to Freshly.com slash games, stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash games for $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash games for $40 off your first two orders. We rejoin is tari's question here again the thrust of it is like what is games media's role in all of this and it is a complicated question i feel mm-hmm. personally and i think that's the best way to, to start it off uh if you aren't and this i swear is not a patreon plug if you aren't a patreon person i did an ama recently over on patreon as we do every month we switch off who does it and my this question had come up about ubisoft and i had asked people's opinion of it because it was very much uh hey greg how do you think kind of funny should cover Ubisoft going forward and now you can put hey Greg how do you think Activision Blizzard should be covered and so on and so forth that way because There's the conversation of, well, you know, these horrible things have happened. And of course, these companies, especially like especially in Activision Blizzard, you won't see change right until they see their bottom line affected. So it is this question. This is when you see the people online start up that hey, let's boycott games. Hey, I wish podcasts like Kind of Funny wouldn't talk about these games at all anymore. I wish, et cetera. Like, and there's a I feel like there's a kaleidoscope of options for you. And as I talked about in the AMA, for me, doing this for almost 15 years now, right? And granted, kind of funny as an IGN, but what, that is still how I was trained. I still think of coverage and news and the shows and the way I thought about content at IGN. And so my take on it, and this is very kind of funny specific, is not to say okay boom we're done with blizzard we're done with activision we're done with ubisoft we're not going to play those games we're not going to stream those games we're not going to talk about those games and again i should say too by the way heads up that i'm working without a net on this this is me talking to you from my heart and this is something that is i will tell you at the top of this conversation ladies and gentlemen and you are a kind of funny best friend and you know me i don't have the answers I don't know what's right or wrong. I don't know that this is the the course and yada yada and we could change this. And I urge you to please sound off in the comments and in the chat and all that stuff, but comments when I can read them because I'm trying to talk to you right now uh, with what your take on it and what you think our role in all of this is. My take on it is similar to what we just talked about with crunch, where it's like, you can't just highlight the bad, you have to highlight the good. But I also don't think you can just highlight the good because then you don't, you don't know about the bad and the people get away with that. My thought on it is how we handled Riot, which is a cheat to an extent, kind of, because none of us really play Riot games, right? I think Andy might play that one. I forget the name of it right now. Valorant. But not, Valorant. Uh, but it's this idea that we're kind of funny games daily, which to me is a news show, which to me is what's happening in the industry, which can be good, bad, or otherwise, right? I wouldn't feel comfortable being like, all right, cool. This bad. These people have done bad things before, and now they're dead to us. We're never going to talk about them. I do feel comfortable being like, when we talk about them, always bringing this up. I think the fact that I bring up Riot all the time here, and again, I only know Riot from the game's news side of it, not from the gameplay side of it. I think that they, you know, had these issues brought up. They were also heinous. They were also terrible. And then they put people in charge that have now communicated openly. And I assume honestly about it to a point that you see the updates, you know about it. We, we take them, in quote, quote, unquote, to task about that by providing you with the information. I always think of, our role in all of this, right, is giving you information, and then you do what you want with the information. And I, I think in a lot of ways that kind of that kind of take can be taken as a cop out when you talk about serious issues. But for us, it is the idea of like, listen, here's what we've heard about. This is what's going on with Activision Blizzard today. I think it's fucking horrible. I don't buy that. Oh man, I've been I've been against the bro culture for years, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't sound like it based on the information here. We give you the information, and then you get to go take it with it. But then that does net out to all right cool like what do you do with the information then when it is about war zone right we talk about that i think these conversations come up about that i think kind of funny isn't exactly and i I'm spe- i might be speaking out of turn here right for Istari. i don't think that kind of funny is necessarily in the bucket he's talking about because he's saying i know some of these people blah blah would be effective the media didn't cover their games or mention the harassments at every turn but isn't it worth i'd like to think we bring up the harassment i'd like to think we talk about that you know i remember at uh when uh Yves Gilmall put out his uh, statement about, you know, everything going on at Ubisoft in a separate video before UB Forward last year, right? Mm -hmm. We talked about that during UB Forward. Like, that was a fucked
1: up thing to do. (laughs) Like, why would you do that? We started the stream. Like, we talked about it it right beforehand.
0: Yeah. And so the conversation goes on that way. And again, I know this isn't a question, at least I think, specifically aimed at us, right? Because, yeah, we're not doing the, all right, cool, here's the new preview of this, blah, 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 blah. I, I I don't know what the right thing is for an IGN for anybody else. I can only speak to us, and so blessing. I turn it to you. Do you are you in line with what I think so far? As
1: what I've said here, like what what is mm-hmm. your take on it? Yeah, I mean I'm I'm with you, and I hear you, and I think there are a range of options and a range of different types of ways to tackle this, tackle this and handle this. I think you comparing kind of funny to IGN I, puts it puts it in a very interesting place because that's how I've always viewed kind of funny as well. Right, and then kind of funny is kind of a, is is a hybrid of things because we have kfgd which is our video game news show we have gamescast yeah. where we review games we have Love you and Xcast where we fan out about games and it all it put having having this range of shows and range of different kinds of products that we make puts us in this interesting box because when when I was talking about this about uh ubisoft either either last week or the week beforehand where uh it was on a KFD with Tim where I was like yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how to handle this, aside from giving people the most context as possible and allowing people to make that choice based off of that context. Yeah, yeah. As somebody who's doing this in the reporting fashion, like that is, I, I, I do think that is our role, is to talk about it as much as possible and give people as much information as possible so that they can take that information and decide, all right, how do I want to react to this? Do I want to take to Twitter? Do I want to not buy a game? Do I want to uh, uh, inform my friends about what's going on? Like, how do, How do I want to respond to this? For me, our role is to give people the the, the tools, uh, uh, the tools enough to be able to make those decisions. But also at the same time, when it comes to kind of funny, as much as we are like an IGN or a GameSpot, we all we also are a YouTube channel and we also are content creators. And yeah. uh, there are quite a few weeks ago, maybe about like a month or so ago, there, when I was scrolling through Twitter trying to understand, uh, there was a new trend that was keep Ubisoft accountable. I was trying to understand that trend and where it came from. And it took me back to a, uh, a YouTube channel that was this Ubisoft fan YouTube channel where they make content about Assassin's Creed and a bunch of other Ubisoft games. And they had made a, they had made a whole video about how they were not going to uh, uh, cover Ubisoft games anymore or support Ubisoft games anymore. And I think it's that interesting spectrum of what kind of content creator you are versus uh, like what your role is where, i saw that video and i totally got it because i was like okay cool they make like they are ubisoft centered like they they play these games to do let's plays they do streams they fan out about this stuff and i totally understand from that perspective being like hey every video i make is support for ubisoft every video i make is money into ubisoft's pocket versus Mm -hmm, an ign mm -hmm. which is we put out articles to inform people and make sure people are in the know and we kind of sit we kind of sit in the middle of that spectrum and at this end at the same time all over that spectrum in a way where uh, I don't I don't necessarily know if there is a right decision on how to cover that. I think it is for kind of funny as well, a case by case thing, where since we're a channel that's made up of what, 10 to 13 to 15 people, I know for me, if I came to you, Greg, and I was like, hey, I don't want to play Ubisoft games, you would be like bless that's fine. Like you don't have to play these totally cool. games. Like you don't, yeah. you guys don't make me play anything, you know, for the most part. If a last of us part two comes out or part three comes out, you know, I'm gonna play that for review because I'm on the PlayStation podcast. But for the most part, I'm sure even if I came to you and I was like, hey, I really don't want to play last of us part two, you probably wouldn't make me play last of us part two. Um and so like on the individual basis, we kind of have that choice, but I think it then comes back to, well, am I informed enough to do my to uh do my job in the best way possible? Then if I didn't play last of us part three, how, like am i like how equipped am i going to be for a Playstation podcast and am i doing my my job the best i can for the audience in that case like am i giving the audience the content that they want that they that that uh they look forward to uh and how does that balance out uh with if x developer is is troubled or x developer has issues or crunch or whatever the thing may be it is a thing to balance in so many different directions and i think there are plenty of options on how to go with it but i think for me the thing that i feel most comfortable doing is being on KFGD and being able to talk about it uh, as honestly and openly as possible, so that people are just aware about where we're coming from and where where we come from with these situations specifically, so that they can then make their own decisions.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing too, yeah. Too, I mean, yeah, as as we always love to do on this show, as you know, uh, or any kind of funny content is have the conversations you, we should probably have behind closed doors on a meeting. Yeah, we would never force you to play something, obviously, and I know you mm-hmm. know that. But even I think you bring up the Last of Us, right? If you know, I, there's been reports, obviously, of you know Naughty Dog crunching or whatever. But like, whatever. If there was anything about a PlayStation uh, owned developer, right, that you were like, man. That's fucked up, and I don't want to play their games. Even that, for you being on a, PS, a PlayStation show, we'd be like, okay, cool, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And also, obviously, it would you know reflect that through the content. And I also think that again, to what we're talking about of putting information out there, right? Like, I think when you say that, it could be really easy to twist that into both sides i of like, well, this, but also that. Like in today's reporting on all this, I think it's pretty clear. Like, man, fuck these people, right? <laughs> fuck the people that are in charge being assholes of this company, right? And I think that be, I, mean, I think that that's powerful in terms of setting an example and giving information. If it was that we were going around the table about game X, right? And we came to you and you're like, cool. Oh, I didn't play it. And I never will because of X, Y, and Z, right? It would be like, Oh shit. Fuck. Okay. Like that is information to give to people. And again, we're personalities in the news organization and everything else. It is whatever, but, Speaking back to – and to put a pin in this, obviously, like I said, this Activision stuff I don't think is going to stop for the next uh, new cycle. Have it, you get more updates next week and stuff like that, let alone, again, having to have these conversations when we do talk about Activision Blizzard, if there's been actual change, if there's been anything that's actually – netted out of this i think it's important i saw it going through a few times obviously and our mods are killing it right now on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games for a heated topic thank you very much uh but of course the little kind of funny statement that goes up from uh nightbot talking about what uh, we do if you're not in the twitch chat it goes through every so often on a regular basis but it reads like this Kind of funny as a community all about, quote, being better to one another, end quote. That means showcasing empathy in each and every interaction, listening to one another, and supporting fellow best friends. There is no room for hate, bigotry, trolling, racism, sexism, ableism, or any other terrible thing the internet is known for. And so that, again, I think is what the company stance is on all of this shit, of course. Uh, So, you know, it's always – this is the same thing uh, we've struggled with with many different issues, right? Of like I saw this happening and uh, I was using it to – quote, uh, retweet people, retweet statements from uh, people dire- more directly. affect fact, retweet the reports of this, right? I didn't think you needed Greg Miller to step in and say, this is bad and fucked up. But I also know that I have this uh, pulpit I'm able to step up to and say, hey, we just read all this shit and that's totally fucked up. So do what you got to do with it. Uh, it's been an hour of this. <laughs> Let me give you two st- news stories before we get out of here and do this classic kind of funny thing, which is pivot from a very serious I'd like to think a great discussion about what's going on to me and Tim getting drunk and playing a video game. Uh, Number two on the Roper Report, GTA Online is setting some records. This is Eddie over at GameSpot. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Online's big new Los Santos Tuners update uh, was a huge success for the multiplayer game. Rockstar said more players joined GTA Online for the launch of the update than any previous update in the game's history. Rockstar did not share any specific player figure, which is no surprise given that Rockstar and parent company Take-Two rarely ever share exact numbers for the game whatever the case rockstar said it plans to celebrate the milestone by giving all gta online players two hundred fifty thousand dollars in gta online cash everyone who signs into gta online and plays the game between today july 23rd and sunday august 1st 1st will get the cash deposited into their maze bank account within 72 hours the money will start going out monday july 26th if that wasn't enough uh tuners news for you i got a press release today from his debut as kenny aka kdj the illicit auto scene contract contact known in the ls car meet circuits from gta online los santos tuners moody man brings
1: kenny's backyard boogie to apple music today blessing you've been playing this
0: update what's what's the report
1: uh dude i've actually been really enjoying it um it's it's rare that a new update brings me in and has me actually really like kind of addicted to the loop of that content in gt online usually i'll usually there will be a new update and i'll check it out for a little bit but then i go oh this seems like a lot to start a business and spend all this money and i have to like set up all these things to then automatically get me paid but then i'm automatically paying people and going through all the steps and usually i pivot from that to just doing races and shit uh but this new update the LS Tuners update is actually pretty cool i talked about it a little bit earlier this week um but for those who might who may have missed it right it it is basically gta online trying to do their own fast and furious style thing where you buy an auto shop you can tune cars and you can get really deep into the customization they've added new cars for it Uh, and there's also a car meet that you can go go to to hang out with friends and show off your cars and uh drift and do a bunch of cool cool stuff and it's honestly like it's really it's really impressive for me that Gta online is actually able to put out updates that feel substantially substantially cool. like if it, uh, yeah. I, I've been playing with uh, Zach Zachs over at Kotaku, who actually does like the out today the out today se- section for KfGD is where we get our out today from. We love you, Zach. Zach is awesome. I've been playing quite a bit with him, and he plays even more GTA online than I do. And I think that he, he mentioned that like really put put it into perspective for me this week is that, dude, you can play GTA Online for months and months and months straight and not experience all the content that's there because with each new content update, it feels like they're adding a new gameplay loop to the game where you can go in and you can just focus on the casino stuff or you can go in and you can focus on lowriders. You can go in and you can focus on the bunker missions or the Cayo Perico heist or do X, Y, and Z thing and ex- ignore everything else in GTA Online. It is really a like it is it is probably the most i've role played in a video game when it comes to like quote unquote role playing where you go in play a character and really decide hey in this world this i want to be this in this yeah. world this is what i do and so right now i am actually really into the tuner stuff where now i'm like cool i have an auto shop i want to continue to buy cars i want to continue to tune cars gonna have because i have such a good time with that because we really do get to go in and customize colors and customize uh parts of your car and it feels very midnight clubby uh which i'm all about You know, I go in and I do that and I have a fantastic time. And uh, with that, you know, they also have new races and new uh, like these mini heist type things where you're going in and you're doing missions based off of the LS car uh, tuner update, which is really fun and so one the update is really good but then two very impressive to see that uh it's been a huge success and they're uh they're saying that they have more players than any previous uh update in gta online history which is wild and i wish they would release the numbers because i want to know the exact figure uh for people who are playing gta online because we know that game has sold actually i forget i forget the last number i want to say it was over 100 million though right like it it, it's up there with the best-selling games of all time um Uh, And that is in terms of dollar value, but in terms of copies sold, still very much up there, which makes makes me think that the active players for GT Online must still be up there in, like, if I had to guess, maybe 70 million, 80 million, like, uh, it is really impressive what they're doing with GTA Online. I'm probably lowballing that, that now that I think According
0: about it. To, I'm on Screen Rant from May 2021, and they open up. Owner Take Two reveals Grand Theft Auto 5 has sold more than 145 million
1: copies to date. 145 million?
0: Yeah, that's what they're saying. Yeah.
1: Jesus, dear Lord. So yeah, that's really impressive. But then yeah, I wonder. If, I wonder how much their active players are. Like I wonder how many players are playing actively, like what their peak concurrence are, because that's probably somewhere in the millions as well. Um very impressive game, very impressive update, very impressive numbers. I can't wait very to very impressive to all around. <laughs> very impressive all around. And I'm gonna probably talk about it even more on PSLW. So look forward to that. Oh, you think you're gonna show up on Monday? You know, it depends on how these snakes react when I walk outside. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see how the handling goes on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Number three and final on the Roper Report, uh, some Borderlands 3 devs have bounced from Gearbox. This is Megan Farakmanish over at Axios. Several senior developers at Gearbox Software who worked on Borderlands 3 are leaving the company and going to work on a new independent project together. Gearbox confirmed Axios. Uh, if you haven't ever seen, and I don't know how much how many people are checking out Axios. Obviously, Megan's there. Steven Chattillo's there. They do an interesting way of reporting news where they actually... Actually break it down in like bullet point fashion, which I appreciate if someone has to read a lot of news in the morning, but why it matters senior producer Christopher Brock lead mission designer Keith Schuler, and art director Scott Kester have been with the company for more than a decade. Paul Sage served as the game's creative director alongside UX slash game field director Chris Strauss uh, and lead character artist Kevin uh, Penrod all are leaving. News of their exit was announced internally about two weeks ago, with seven senior departures in total. A source with direct knowledge tells Axios that almost all of the departing developers were working on the same project currently in pre-production. Gearbox has already begun uh, to shift new team members over. What they're saying. Gearbox Entertainment founder Randy Pitchford told Axios the group is leaving Gearbox, quote, on the best of terms. Quote, before their transition, the group was part of a not yet announced pre-production team, and their departure will cause minimal disruption to our current plans, Pitchford said. The company is working currently working on new projects involving gearbox properties quote the bulk of our attention at the moment is dedicated to finishing tiny tina's wonderlands he said which is on track one source told axios the exits represented a departure of some of the studio's old guard and said there was excitement in the studio that quote fresh blood is now going to be leading the project they left end quote the big picture Borderlands 3 launched in 2019 departures years after its release would have given developers time to collect royalties on the game Borderlands 3 co-writer uh, Danny Ho- Homan uh, left Gearbox in May after six years to join Respawn Entertainment as a senior writer yeah a little bit of context uh, as somebody who plays a lot of Borderlands uh, of course is that like yeah, not only did it launch in 2019 you want to collect your royalties but now all the DLC is done right to my mm-hmm. knowledge um, you know I host the, I, we hosted the Borderlands show when we are not contracted for any more Borderlands shows so I do Assume that is put to bed as they totally focus on Tiny Tina. So yeah, I don't. It, it's we'll see. I mean, it's it's always that thing when a bunch of people leave. You're like, hmm. But it is a bunch of people who have been there forever and probably yeah, want to go do their own thing and don't. And like you know, remember Gearbox is sold now to Embracer Group, so it's like you have a corporate overload and everything else going on.
1: Yeah, this this strikes me as just the regular cycle of video game develop, yeah. development, where you go in, you're working on Borderlands 3, over the course of time, you're working on DLC, it's been a few years, and then you have that dip where it's like, cool, we're transitioning between projects. I'm tired of Borderlands, I'm going to go work on my own thing, or I'm going to work go work at a different developer. Um, this strikes me as that, which is normal, and I can't wait for Tiny Tina. Uh, before we transition, though, Greg... Can I give you a story? Because I forgot this happened on uh, uh, when I'm I was sure. playing GTA Online. Yeah. Uh, and this is still on the last story a little bit. <laughs> you want to save it... this for PSI PS I love you? <laughs> no, I'll tell it now because I'm probably going to play more. And this is partly uh, pimping out the fact that there is a kind of funny crew in GTA Online for people that are listening and want to hop in. Because, Greg, a few days ago I was streaming GTA Online on my Twitch channel. And uh, as I was playing, right, it was me, Zach Zweizen, Zach and you, did, you uh, did the gracious thing of promoting me to the leader of the Kind of Funny Squad because uh, you, for the longest time, were the leader of that crew, but I know you don't hop in as often anymore. And so I was like, Greg, you know, let me get I those. Never <laughs> me. I never hop in.
0: Somebody needed to lead the crew. I was the crew leader,
1: whatever. That's fair <laughs> enough. So I asked you, I was, I was like, Greg, can you give me the keys to the Kind of Funny crew? And you're like, oh yeah, you're promoted. And with that, when I hopped in, you know, I started playing with Zach, but then I was telling Chad, I was like, hey, if anybody's in the Kind of Funny uh, it's called the Kinda Funny Squad, but it is a GTA crew. If anybody's in the Kinda Funny Squad, you can either join or you can, uh, if you're already in, you can join up on me. And the cool thing about these mini heists, Greg, is that they happen, like usually for a mission in GTA, you're uh, it's co-op for one to four players. But uh. the setup missions for the mini heists, they are instanced in in the lobby in the world. And by the time uh, I had started one of those, we had like seven to eight different folks in the kind of funny squad come through and join in and when i tell you that it felt like playing with an army beside me like i the mission was basically hey go uh go over to this uh uh parking lot over here and take out these enemies and steal this car or find this thing and when i tell you it was me it was it was zach it was Somebody in a fighter jet, somebody in a flying DeLorean, somebody in a helicopter, somebody in, like, a tank. We were rolling up on those folks, and they didn't stand a chance. God and it no, was a ma- organized
0: like that? No way. We were
1: organized, like, we were ready to take over the world, and it was a magical moment. And so That's if awesome. you play GTA Online, join the Kind of Funny Squad. Uh, you should be able to search it up on Rockstar Social Club. Join it, and when I'm playing, or, or when best friends are playing, join up, squad up, and have a good time. Because when I tell you it was a fun time, it was a really fun time. Uh, I love
0: fun times, and I'm excited for my next fun time. And Emily is away, but that stream is so far away—mere minutes, of course—but
1: so far away. If I wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and grab shops, where would I go? You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform. Is listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday.
0: out today where the snow settles on xbox one and pc orcs must die ps3 i'm sorry orcs must die 3 ps4 xbox one pc scrap garden xbox one blue fire ps4 truck simulator 2 switch 112 operator switch sports pinball bundle on switch freddy spaghetti 2 on switch hunter shooting camp on switch uh dini d din din ho space adventure switch yum you too, Sleepless Night on PC, A Way to Be Dead on PC. Uh, Reset Era points out Shadow of the Tomb Raider gets updated on PS5 to support 4K slash 60 frames per second in high-resolution mode and also gets optimized for the Series X slash S badge. Meanwhile, Sniper Elite 4 gets a free update on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X slash S full 4K, faster load times in 60 frames per second. Also, Stadia is now taking applications to try crowd play for the official Olympics video game if you want to get in on that new dates for you. Chernobylite is coming to PC September 7th, and I got a deal the day for you. There's a huge Xbox sale. I kick it over to Xbox who writes, it's that time of year again. From today through August 5th, Ultimate Game Sale is back with hot deals on select Xbox and PC games and accessories. From sports to action and adventure, there is a game for everyone to keep the fun going all summer long. This year's fan favorite sale features up to 80% off on select Xbox digital games and up to 70% off on PC games, not to mention the first month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is just $1 for new members. The best deal in gaming, $1, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. You could get it and be playing Last Stop just like I am, and I love Last Stop, and I'll talk oh, about PS. So I love you. Pass? Yeah.
1: Oh, you're gonna be talking about an Xbox Game Pass game on on PS I love you?
0: No, I'm playing on wow. PlayStation for all the trophies. Wow. Next try,
1: you can't catch me. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: you. thought don't I had you. I was it. like,
1: oh, look at this do you, do, Don't you think I fucking sat there being like, Can
0: you, uh, they, they're like, we have codes for review. They're only on PC. I'm like, I'll wait for PlayStation. Day came around. Uh, it's on Xbox Game Pass. It's everywhere. I'm like, you know what? Just bought it on PlayStation. That's how addicted Damn. to trophies I am, ladies and gentlemen. That's how dedicated to PS I love you XOXO. I am, ladies and I gentlemen. I say that like I'm not oh, going to talk Greg
1: Miller. Miller. I'm definitely talking about death on Monday. Oh, so, I'm, Greg I'm PS love you. So get ready for that.
0: <laughs> uh, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Believe it or not, there's just one here uh, hard to find right writes in and says, uh, Greg. We're never worried about you being in the ballpark with words. Just keep reading. Of course, uh, talking about when I was trying to figure out how we pr- pronounce a name. I hard disagree on that and not even doing a character, uh, especially for names. I don't like not knowing how to pronounce somebody's name. I think it's incredibly insulting when you don't know how to do it, and so I will often try to pivot to it. Uh, I One of my, I would say, b- greatest weaknesses as a host is the ability that when I see a word that is not something I'm used to, I can't. I struggle to sound it out. So you see me all the time with uh, Japanese words, try to break it down syllable by syllable. Uh, names here today, right? Is uh, When Blessing said it, I could finally see it. Uh, I disagree uh, with you. I understand you would maybe want it to be a clean read, but that we're not that kind of show. We're a show that wants to admit uh, our <laughs> faults and get better about it and learn from them. So you can go listen to the Daily News somewhere. I'm sure, I don't know. I'm sure Pat, Patrick Klepek's doing some news podcast somewhere. That's he, he's nailing every name, Every you know what I mean? It was easier to write the names back in the day. Now I gotta say him pain in the butt like uh bless greg. let's talk about next week's hosts of course this is friday i mean this is your last uh, episode uh for this week so next week it's going to be a pretty normal week monday blessing and tim tuesday greg and gary wednesday blessing and tim thursday greg and tim friday greg and blessing it was a tim week you know what tim tam is like i want to get out there i want to get some action and we're gonna Reed give Tim's him all the action he can week. handle speaking of action Gregway, he's about to get action with me we're going to go back to Emily is wave 3. We are going to continue our Facebook Messenger dating simulator. If you missed the first part from forever ago, uh, the one and only Matt Batson has put up an amazing recap. I believe we're starting the stream watching it, so you can get briefed on where we're at. Of course, we are uh, Boyfriend Girlfriend with Emily. That was where we signed off last time. Oh, but There's still so well, there's so many chapters left in this game. I don't think it's, <laughs> what's going to happen? Who's going to come out and steal her heart? It's high school. Anything can go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, of course, you can watch that twitch.tv slash kind of funny games right now. Then, of course, uh, afterwards, you can pop on over and you can have a good time and you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kind of funny plays. Uh, it's coming up. Everything's going on. We're having a good time. Let's have some fun. Uh, Blessings is going to do a post show with Barrett. If you want to watch that, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where of course you can write in to be part of the show and get the show ad free. But until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.